mentioned earlier, woke up, had a little bit of frost there on the windshield. In the Ozarks, there are over 30 on average, 30 freeze-thaw cycles. Now, if you have any sort of chimney, this is having an impact on it. You recognize it does on your sidewalks, and every year it gets a little worse. It chips away, and you're like, I got to take care of that. Well, the chimney, it's happening up there as well, and the real problem with that is the damage it can do to your home. I don't use my chimney. What do I care? Well, guess what? When that occurs, water moisture comes in, uh, and it can cause some real damage. As you know, water is a tremendous danger to your home, and it isn't something that you should ignore, and it can be dangerous in addition to being costly the more time that you wait. Don't put it off. Ozark Stove and Chimney. They're the go-to folks for me. I recommend they be the go-to folks for you. They offer 0% financing. Should you find yourself in with the Bidenomic situation, you're like, oh, man, I realize, yeah. This could be a real problem down the road if I don't check it out now and have it taken care of. And if there is some sort of solution that you aren't prepared for financially, there is 0% financing, an array of payment options to fit every budget. And they also give an unprecedented lifetime warranty on all of their work. They're great folks. It's who I use. I got a chimney. We do the wood burning fireplace. We like that. We love it. It's part of our home, and uh, and that's why we use Ozark Stove and Chimney. You can find Ozark Stove and Chimney at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements or ozarkstoveandchimney.com. This is going to – all right, so sometimes you ever ask yourself these questions, and you think this is probably a dumb question, but then you're like, is it a dumb question? And there's this story about this I mean, we're watching now um, – we have it here on the screen in the studio, and it's this Japanese airliner. Now, evidently, everybody got off safe, but what occurred was, and there's understandably a lot of chaos going on, and the airport's probably a little busier than or all the airports, at least in parts of Japan, with evacuations, and you've got help trying to come in because of the earthquake and then the, the tsunami and so forth. And there was a, a Japanese Coast Guard plane on the runway as a commercial plane was landing, and it burst in, I mean, you see... Of course, there's footage of it. The collision occur, though it's it's a bit dark. What you see is essentially a fireball occurring. And according to the reports, it sounded like everybody got off safe. And this happened I don't know, several hours ago. But the latest is right now the plane's there and it's on fire and they're working to put it out. Uh, right, firefighters are working to put it out. And I'm thinking to myself, why not just let it burn out on its own? I, I mean, I guess... If everybody's fine off of it, and I suppose you want to maybe prevent an explosion from occurring, um, but I, I think to myself, well, it just, I don't know, just let it burn out. Well, you know what I mean? I, and I'm sure, I know that there's got to be reasons not to do that, but. I, I believe that the Coast Guard plane, I believe that five people have died and they're still looking for. In the Coast Guard plane? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're looking for two or three, at least that's what Fox was reporting uh, I think it was last hour, so maybe that's why, and maybe they're trying to clear that runway so they can get more help in for yeah, we'll see. That, that tsunami sense. and yeah. that earthquake that that's going on. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. There you but go. sometimes you do these stories, and they're like trying to burn, and I'm like, you know, at this point, why not just let it burn out? But yeah, that makes sense. See, this is why I asked the question out loud. It wasn't a dumb question. Oh, thanks. Yeah. 
I, I figure if it is, I'm afforded one every so often. You're, it's your first day back. It is first day back. <laughs> I was mentioning earlier, and I'm going to give you some of the latest details on this main official um, that just declared unilaterally, well, I don't want Biden on the ballot. The voters should not have the right to choose the candidate that they want on the ballot. And so this is what I'm going to do. And a question that came in on the American Transmissions talk and text line is, Nick, who's to say just because someone isn't printed on the ballot that you can't have a write-in? Well, no one is to say that, but here is the... So you underestimate these people. They don't... They'll, they're not just dictating that this 14th Amendment thing that they're erroneously referencing prevents from Trump from being on the ballot. They're claiming that it prevents him from being president, so there's no point in him being on the ballot. So if people were to write him in, now understand these are states that are run by Democrats. And even if he were to win, do we really think that they'd go, golly gee shucks, you got us. See, see, you're thinking when you ask this question, logically, constitutionally, honestly, that's not how these people operate. Given everything that they've done so far, are we really, if you think about it, it, it just, it doesn't jive with reality that they're going to go, man, we tried our hardest. <laughs> But you guys, as citizens, you, you overcame it. They would just refuse to certify Trump electors. They would send. They, they would do the sort of things that they are attempting to put fake electors in prison for. What they call fake electors, which weren't fake electors, they were alternate electors. Something that the Kennedy uh, campaign did in Hawaii with Nixon. So it's something that's been done before. But it, point ultimately being, without getting too far into the weeds, there. That, so they are, they're arguing that the reason he shouldn't be on the ballot is because he's not eligible to be president anyhow because he's an insurrectionist. And so even if he were somehow by right in to win, they would still say, no, sorry. Now you may say, but they can't. Well, they can't do any of this stuff, but they, they can do whatever they want if no one stops them. How do you stop them? Of course, that's a problem. Oh, incidentally, let's see here. I might change the order of things. There is video out that, I mean, destroys almost in hilarious fashion the narrative that the reason Trump shouldn't be on the ballot is because he's an insurrectionist. He's an insurrectionist because he encouraged his minions, his followers, his obedient service servants to storm the Capitol. Now, of course, we know the truth. The, you, you notice they never play the audio of what they claim Trump said. Have you ever noticed this? I, I, that never. Have you ever heard? 
These media outlets play the audio. Where are the DNC ads? Where are the Biden-Harris campaign ads of Trump calling on his followers to storm the Capitol? Doesn't exist, does it? The inconvenient reality is the only reference he makes is where he talks about peacefully. The new video, and I'll play the audio for you coming up, of all people, the Q shaman, it is video of him that Red Voice Media posted, standing outside the Capitol, telling everyone to leave. Do you know why? Because Trump said to leave. So he's at the Capitol, and he. so the reason it stopped is because of Trump. Now, Trump, of course, we aren't going to go through the whole history. He was the one who offered up the National Guard. He was the one who was, who was contacting the Capitol Hill police and all these others or his administration saying there could be problems here. You guys need to beef up security. It was the Democrats, particularly Nancy Pelosi, that said, no, we're not going to do this. The... The visual representation of all that is evil Trump calling for an insurrection is apparently, well, he is, we're just now finding this out, on tape, telling everyone, you need to get out. We need, no, stop. And he's reading tweets. He's saying, this is what Trump is saying. He's saying, first of all, anyone who's in the Capitol, be peaceful and leave. Wasn't well, that weird? What you also hear in the audio are some people disagreeing with him. And they're saying, we're not here for Trump. So the people who were disagreeing with the Trump supporters who were saying, we need to not be here causing violence, we need to get out of here, were people who were saying, we're not here for Trump. We're going to continue on. It's just... So unusual that this video isn't circulating amongst mainstream media. I'll play some of that for you coming up. I also want to play, um, got um, Horowitz talking about this 14th Amendment thing. And he, his, as somebody who hates Trump, doesn't want Trump elected, but he's a constitutional guy. And he is contending that the 14th Amendment isn't something that can be used by the states. In fact, the entire reason that the 14th Amendment was put into place was to prevent states from deciding who could and couldn't be on the ballots willy-nilly because of, um, um, you know, post, uh, so during the Reconstruction. And it was, it was to give Congress the authority if the South, for example, had some Confederate general that wanted to run for the presidency of the United States and the states were, you know, you would have some southern states going, yeah, that sounds good. It was to give Congress the. So he's saying this 14th Amendment, aside from the fact that it doesn't apply because there was, you know, the insurrection aspect of this, it's not something that you can have these individual states determining it anyhow. 
Let's get the latest news update. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. Two days into the new year and no suspects are in custody for the New Year's Eve shooting at the barn house on West Sunshine in Springfield. Four people were shot around 2.45 a.m. on January 1st. All four victims' injuries are non-life-threatening. The last week has seen multiple shootings in the area. Six people have been shot in Greene County over the last six days. Today, Governor Mike Parson will announce an executive order he's issuing on foreign-owned agricultural land in Missouri. About 0.3% of the state's farmland is currently foreign-owned. China owns the most, with more than 42,000 acres. And a single ticket sold in Michigan has matched all six numbers to win the $842.2 million Powerball jackpot during last night's New Year's Day drawing. It's the fifth largest Powerball jackpot ever won. From Color 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. The First Alert Forecast, sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners. Your residential and commercial cleaning professionals from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Partly sunny today with a high of 45, clear 26 tonight, sunny 44 tomorrow. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. Someone had, had texted in, there was a question, well, what prevents people from writing in and uh, I addressed that, and someone said, well, you know, Colorado court said that you can't do that. Well, okay. But still, people could write it. I mean, doesn't mean that they'll count it. That was my earlier point. And the, the point of the person who texted in originally was, well, I mean, how can they stop you physically? I mean, what, you know, what are they going to do? And I don't know what they can do other than stand over your shoulder with law enforcement and then arrest you if you wrote the name in, which I, well, I don't put anything past them any longer. Uh, The main official, the most recent Democrat to essentially cancel the election by telling the political opposition, the Republican voters, whom they can have as their candidate, um, visited the White House this year to meet with Biden and um, did that apparently on a couple of occasions, which this, of course, is no surprise. She's a Democrat. And referred to the Electoral College as a relic of white supremacy with no explanation as to you know, why uh, she contends that. Um, but that, of course, is because it isn't true historically. And honestly, she probably doesn't know. There is this mistaken belief that people who get in positions of power aren't idiots. Now, many of them aren't, obviously. I think that whenever you have somebody like this person who has unilaterally dictated in Maine or is attempting to, who gets to be on the ballot, there is this belief that, well, maybe uh, you know they're wrong, but they must have some sort of basis. You think, well, it's a point-counterpoint. Yes, because, of course, after all, you can have two highly intelligent individuals have complete disagreements um, on particular issues. And so I think that there's this belief that you've, you've got to have some sense about yourself. And while she may be totally wrong, she at least has like, – there's got to be some sort of basis for her belief. And that isn't the case, generally speaking, with many of these people on the left. They are just dumb. They have no concept whatsoever of reality. They have no understanding of history. They read some things off social media that validate what beliefs they already have, and then they just assume they're true. 
Of course, her argument, like other Democrat arguments, has been that Trump is an insurrectionist. And the reason that we know he's an insurrectionist, even though no one has been charged with insurrection, is that he was encouraging through his words his followers to do what they did on January 6th. The visually speaking, the the symbol of January 6th and the insurrection is the Q shaman, Jacob Chansley. Red Voice Media posted a video that we have not seen before from the January 6th protest at the U.S. Capitol. And the audio here is about two minutes long. And to give you a visual understanding, it is the Q shaman standing in front of the doors of the Capitol in front of a crowd of protesters. And this is what he is saying or trying to say to the crowd. So that is video that um, apparently is I haven't seen it before and others that uh, the Gateway Pundit, for example, they cite it as a video that has not been seen before. And it was posted on Red Voice Media. And there's the shaman, as he was known, the Q shaman 
And he is there saying, everyone, Trump is saying, stop, we've got to go home. Anyone who's still in the Capitol, be peaceful and go home. Now, what you hear there, and the reason I let it play out, and I don't, there's a lot going on, obviously, is there are some who are saying, no, we're not going to. And he's like, okay, fine, do what you want. But I'm telling you, if you're a Trump supporter, Trump is saying to leave. And if you're going to stay here, be peaceful, but we should go home now. And there, and you can hear in the background, pe- people that are arguing with them are saying, we're not here for Trump. Now, this, of course, and it makes sense why this video, this video, incidentally, was kept out of his trial. It was not apparently allowed or provided to his attorneys to provide during his trial in which he would be found guilty and sentenced to 41 uh, 41 months in prison. Not only do you have the symbol of the insurrection as the one who's telling everyone to go home, but the people who declare themselves openly, we're not here for Trump, are the ones who are saying, no, we're not going to. You wonder how many of those individuals were amongst the were told as many as 200 individuals that were working on behalf of the FBI. You know, the, this information, these, these videos, this evidence that they want to keep hidden, that they continue to try to keep hidden, and then once it does come out in any other world, a world in which people are interested in the truth, it would be bombshell information. Particularly, why was this not allowed at his trial? Why has this been covered up? Who was covering it up? But because it runs counter to the narrative, you're not going to hear about this in the media. You are certainly not going to see it on any of the major news outlets. It just doesn't count, see. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. All right, coming up, I want to play an audio clip regarding this 14th Amendment. We keep hearing it, and um, Dershowitz, who is not a Trump supporter, he is a left wing Democrat, but he is increasingly isolated from his party because he does care about the Constitution. And he's talking about this argument and the 14th Amendment, even if it applied to Trump, it is not something that the states have the ability to apply. It was specifically written for Congress to enforce. So if Trump weren't to be allowed on the ballot because of the 14th Amendment, it's not within the jurisdiction of the states anyhow. That audio next, I'm Nick Reed. The First Alert Forecast, sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Partly sunny today with a high of 45, clear 26 tonight, and tomorrow sunshine with a high of 44, Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, I wanted to share a review for the Pyramid Roofing Company this morning. Monica wrote, excellent roofing company. I had some repairs over a year ago, and I recently needed help finding a leak. They fixed the leak without charging me. I highly recommend their services. Fast, friendly, and reliable. They send photos of all of their work before and after. And I can't say enough about this company, especially nowadays when it's a miracle if you even get a call back from a contractor.
actor. Special shout out to Josh for his professionalism and his willingness to help. I will use Pyramid for any future roof repairs or replacement. Uh, and I wanted to read that review because right now it's a great time if you're thinking about a roof inspection because we're starting to see that winter weather. Um, you know, every time we have rain, freezing drivel, drizzle, snow, or even frost, it can cause issues with a roof that is not up to par. So if it is time for a roof repair or even you want a roof inspection, give Josh and his team a call today over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now you can find all of the contact information for the Pyramid Roofing Company under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Attorney and Democrat, Alan Dershowitz, talking about and being asked about the this claim by some in the Democrat Party that they should get to choose who the Republicans have on the ballot by using the 14th Amendment, claiming that Trump uh, does not qualify to be president because he was an insurrectionist. This despite the fact no one, Trump or any of his followers, have even been charged with the crime of insurrection. This, this is something that too often gets glossed over, and that is insurrection is not just an activity. Like uh, a protest, right? Protest is something that can be an activity that is to some degree in the eye of the beholder. Like you can have somebody standing outside of a business and handing out flyers uh, as to you know why you shouldn't eat meat or something. Is that a protest or is that a protest? Some people say, well, no, nah, not really. Um, to me, a protest is when you have a lot of people marching through the streets and then and then you know. So y y you've got to a degree eye of the beholder and. The left wants you to believe that insurrection is the same thing, that insurrection is like protest or a mob where all you have to do is like, well, clearly that's one. You can tell by looking at it. Insurrection is an actual crime. Like murder. There, there is a, a defined in the law recognition is that this is what it is for the purposes of charging people. No one's been charged. Therefore, even this administration admits there's no insurrection. But that hasn't stopped Democrats from using it in order to try to throw Trump off the ballot using the 14th Amendment. And here's uh, uh, Dershowitz commenting on that. This is not a close question. Uh, this is the most serious frontal attack on democracy and on the right to vote in my 60-year a career, and it was all engineered at Harvard, the famous Harvard, the Harvard that is run now by uh, woke uh, DEI people. Uh, the ideas come from Professor Lawrence Tribe, who was my colleague at Harvard for 50 years, and Jamie Raskin, congressman who was my former student. They are deliberately, willfully misreading the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment provides in Section 5 that Congress, not the states, Congress, can enforce this provision. Now, remember who wrote the 14th Amendment? Radical Republican Reconstructionists who didn't trust the states. They would never have left the decision who can run for president to South Carolina, Virginia, Mississippi, and Alabama, members of the Confederacy. Of course they left it only to Congress 
The idea that states, one at a time, can decide who's disqualified is the most absurd reading of a constitutional provision I have ever, ever seen. If Professor Tribe were in my class and I were teaching constitutional law, with grade inflation, I'd give him a D minus for his analysis. You know what he said the other day? That taking Trump what off the say? ballot is the most democratic thing we can do. Maybe democratic with a big D, but not democratic in, with a small D. It certainly undercuts well, democracy. It's what a banana republic would do. If you don't like your opponent, if you think he may beat you, take him off the ballot. Stalin did it, and now Professor Tribe wants to do it. Now, it should be understood when he is talking about the insanity of the idea of states deciding who would be on the ballot. He, he's not talking about in the context of the the presidency in and of itself. Now, the Constitution, of course, stipulates natural born citizen, 35 years of age. He, 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 he's talking about specifically this 14th Amendment component and the fact that the 14th Amendment that Democrats in individual states are trying to utilize as a reason to enforce their ban of on Trump being on the ballots. He's his what he's pointing out here is that they don't have the authority to do that. That's not their authority. It was specifically written for Congress to make that decision. Not for the states, because allowing the states to do so, as he explains, completely negates the entire purpose of it, which the purpose of it was to make sure some of these southern states that, you know, just lost in the Civil War did not try to, quote, rewin it by like, oh, well, we lost, but we're going to get somebody elected president so that we can take the country in the direction we wanted it to go before we got beat by the North. And so in an effort to prevent that from happening, that 14th Amendment was put in there saying, hey, if you were one of these people that were, you know, a general uh, in the Confederacy fighting against the country, um, then you can't be president of the United States. And that was something that was put in there, enforceable by Congress. It would defeat the purpose to allow the states to utilize that 14th Amendment to keep somebody off the ballot. Even if it was a legitimate insurrection, which it wasn't, it still is Congress's authority. But again, you and I, and even though he is a Democrat who cannot stand Trump, Dershowitz is an honest individual. We are looking at this honestly. We are looking at this from a constitutional aspect, while the left, frankly, they don't care. It's The Constitution is meaningless to them. Unless they feel as if they can use it as cover in order to prevent any political opposition in this country from existing. Just the news has a notation. A lot of these things happen over the past week or so, but they get lost to some degree because of the holidays. Noting that Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky warned states acting to bar former President Donald Trump from the ballot that, again, we're talking the Constitution here. It's the House of Representatives that will decide whether to certify the state electors. He noted on Twitter, Maine, Colorado, and other states that might try to bureaucratically deny ballot access to any Republican nominee should remember the U.S. House of Representatives is the ultimate arbiter of whether to certify electors from those states. 
Now, of course, if that actual constitutional approach came into play, Democrats would scream it was a violation of the Constitution and anybody who did it would be an insurrectionist and should be kicked out of Congress. They are already, just to get ahead of the curve here, preemptively trying to threaten the Supreme Court to not allow free and fair elections in it with the issue of Trump. You got Representative Jamie Raskin, which was just mentioned by Horowitz in that audio I played, claiming Sunday on CNN State of the Union that Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas should recuse himself from decisions on President Trump's ballot access, adding the question is, what do we do if he doesn't? So what they're already doing is signaling to the Supreme Court, if you do not vote the way that we want you to vote, we will do something about it. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. You got home loan needs as we make our way into the new year. I want a great home loan.com. That's where it starts. It's pretty easy stuff. In fact, the site itself has some information that may be beneficial to you, even if you're not ready to take the first step or inquire. And with talk about interest rates, a lot of people believe that interest rates will be dropped, if anything, just to try to help Biden get reelected. That's something you ought to be aware of and take advantage of. Yeah, have the opportunity to take advantage of it. Now, is there a likelihood in that? How much impact will it have? Not everyone, I imagine, knows for sure, but you're going to get the most informed information you can get from the characters and the team at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. So reach out to them. Use them as resources. Uh, Their contact info you can find at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. And and so it's not something where you have to actual you know, start the process of getting some home loan in order to have access to that information they make themselves readily available to uh, answer any of your questions that i want great because you do so representative jamie raskin democrat from maryland claimed on cnn state of the union that supreme court clarence thomas should quote absolutely recuse himself from decisions on President Donald Trump's ballot access, adding the question is, what do we do if he doesn't? Now, this is based off the premise that Clarence Thomas has a wife who is politically active. I guess the Democrats are taking the position here that the good little wives should stay at home and bake cookies and have babies, not have lives of their own and be politically active. Unfortunately for them, Jenny Thomas has long been very active in politics. And in all of the craziness of the 2020 election, she was texting Mark Meadows, you know, and they were talking about different avenues, what legal avenues, what constitutional challenges are available here. And because she isn't a good little wife and does exactly what she's supposed to as the left demands, apparently. Clarence Thomas should not, as a Supreme Court justice, 
rule over anything that has to do with Trump ballot access. Well, that makes sense. Well, here's my question. Um, Does it apply to any family member? Is it just a wife? If you're a member of Congress and you have a family member, a spouse who tweets things or who has email communications with people politically, does that mean that that member of Congress should recuse themselves of any sort of vote on legislation that might have anything to do with anything that their spouse ever voted on? Well, I'm sure that's different, see. Now, we all know what this is. This is an attack on the Supreme Court. The Democrats have been fully transparent about their desire to have complete and utter dictatorial control over the Supreme Court. They've talked about packing it. They've talked about adding members until there is a majority that do what they want to do. When that doesn't work, then they go after Clarence Thomas, the big scary black man on the Supreme Court, which they have been targeting him for some time now. And incidentally, some of you Democrats may want to ask yourself, of all the conservative judges, why is it the black one they continue to attack as the big, scary black man who happens to be married to a white woman, which for some racists, that's a real big sin. But it is interesting. He's the one that they really, really seem to hate. And now they are throwing out there that they may have to do something about the black man on the Supreme Court if he doesn't recuse himself from voting on the issue of Trump and ballot access. Asking the question, what do we do if he doesn't? I don't know. I guess you could stand on the Supreme Court steps like Chuck Schumer and threaten him. Tell him you won't know what hits you. Get supporters whipped up enough to where one decides to go and try and assassinate him. I mean, that almost worked for him last time. I'm telling you, there is nothing that they will not do. Nothing. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Thank you. Well, the new year is here, and if your goal in 2024 is to be better prepared, Quick Draw Gun in Monette is the place to go. Now, whether you're wanting to do some target practicing or you're wanting to stock up on ammo or you're wanting to purchase your first ever firearm, whatever the case is, Brad and his team are always happy to help. And I also want to mention this. If you follow Quick Draw Gun on social media, specifically Facebook, you know that they do a great job posting their new inventory and whenever they're doing sales. But if you do follow them, you may have noticed over the last week or so that they're being censored pretty heavily. And you know, that can really hurt a small locally owned business. But Facebook cannot stop the word of mouth. So if you have friends or family that are just looking for a great gun store, send them quick draw guns way. I promise it's worth the drive down there. Now, in the meantime, if you are looking for something specific or maybe you just have questions, you can give Brad and his team a call today. You can find all of that contact information for quick draw gun under the Sarah's endorsements tab at KSGF.com. Someone had earlier texted in on the American Transmissions talking text line. They're asking, hey, are, are there app 
troubles. I'm listening on Facebook Live, but the app isn't working. And so I, I checked mine. I said, well, yeah, it's working. I said, but you may want to um, update yours because we did have some changes. And I don't know if that helped or not. I hope he, he, This person responded, perfect. I'm hoping that meant that it did work. And there have been some changes, well, pretty significant changes made to the app. Um, in term, have you looked at this even? I have, and yeah. I actually had some questions for you, so I'm glad oh, okay. we're discussing. Well, it. I don't know if I'll have the answer to them or not, but it, it's funny because at first, I, I I went to search because we had gotten information saying, "Hey, they're available in your marketplace now," and I looked. I was like, "I don't see ours," mm-hmm. and so I contacted whomever it was that said this, and and. It turned out, oh, it just looked the same, and it, I don't. It didn't even say I needed an update. It just said open, um, which is why I thought the new one wasn't in there. Because, but then when I opened it, it does look new, and so there's some new things about it. But so I was looking mm-hmm. for, and you probably, you probably may not know the answer to this. Okay. The contact the station button. Oh, okay. We so it's over in the left hand, like the little setting gear. Okay, right. But we don't have a way to text in anymore. Oh, well, we'll have to figure so that out. So yeah, if you've because... been trying to do that, uh, I'm very aware of that situation. I, But since you've been gone right. and well, we had and all of these changes made, I'm not exactly sure who I need to It was the contact. absolute worst time I for know. that to happen. And so I don't know who to contact about that, but I do know about it. So I am going to get it fixed for oh, you guys. Surely, that, because that's one of the most... That don't the, worry, the I'll audience. get it fixed. Okay. I'll get it fixed. But yeah, it is kind of neat because it does show events now on our app. Mm. And um, it actually puts like little specific areas for like your must read mm. headlines and the local news, which is nice. When I was on the call from, I guess, the people with the company um, a couple months ago and they were talking about some of the features of it, it I remember thinking, oh, this sounds like it is actually going to be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't really had a chance to explore through it. So, Well, I think that it looks a lot better because I'm going mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it does I, look, yeah, it I got does look to better, I agree. mess around with it yeah. last week, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot better, especially for those who were having some issues with it last time. Yeah, thank goodness there are some Democrats out there that do still actively, actually believe in the Constitution and equality and liberty, and one of those is Jonathan Turley, George Washington University law professor. And he wrote about which states are anti-free speech states. And he made an interesting listing. And he noted the Fifth Circuit uh, previously ruled in Missouri v. Biden that administration officials likely violated the First Amendment and issued a preliminary injunction banning government from communicating with social media companies in order to specifically limit free speech. And the Biden administration, uh, they're fighting back. They, They want to. And this is their argument. They believe that they should be able to use their leverage in order to ban free speech um, and only allow for speech that they claim is not dangerous. It's this exact same thing, again, that that happens in Putin's Russia and these other dictatorial regimes where, oh, yeah, you have free speech as long as they say it's OK and it's not some sort of danger to the country. And he notes that there have been 23 states, along with the District of Columbia, that have signed on with the Biden administration as amici states to argue that the government should be able to dictate free speech. And listen to these states. New York, Arizona, 
California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, Wisconsin, the District of Columbia. And I'm sure you don't have to guess what all of these states have in common. They're left-wing blue states run by Democrats. This is further evidence, dare I say proof, that the problem isn't individual bad apples in the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is anti-freedom. When you have 23 states run by Democrats that are legally arguing with the Biden administration that they should be able to determine what is free speech amongst people on social media, that tells us something. 